He's the reigning Fortnite champion. She's a Call of Duty legend. They are Maggie and Perloff on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to the show. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. I'm about to throw a makeup mirror to Pat Boyle because he lost a bet to me that he thought Taylor Swift wasn't going to be at the Minnesota Vikings game last week. Uh, He thought she would be there, rather. I knew she wasn't going to be because we got no whiff of it on social media. So now he has to wear red lipstick a la Mm. Taylor for the rest of the show. He's going to be applying that any minute. If you want to watch the show, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio or twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. Would you wear that bright red lipstick? Have you I've, ever, have I've you worn, ever worn it on occasion. The problem is with the red lipstick is like you really got to, it's a lot of maintenance. It's a lot of managing. Because hmm. if it gets a, like, you know, off your lips or on, you know, you, you start looking like a, like you're three o'clock in the morning strung out. But you know? I, I don't want to start this argument again, but once again, Taylor, not exactly fashionable in the box. <laughs> you are such she a harsh so critic. Like, oh my, as, as my daughter said, wow, she really dresses like a mom. And I, that sounds wrong. <laughs> no. That, am I supposed to be offended by that? If I dress like Taylor Swift, because I am a mom, if I, do, if I dress like that, I would think I was the coolest person on planet Earth. Yeah, but yeah, you could say dresses like a dad. That's not the same thing. Like I do. <laughs> yeah, so it's, like, <laughs> it's not a good thing. I don't look at her and it screams mom. To me, if you're a mom, that means you're like in some kind of yoga pant some kind of stretchy material with some sort of oversized sweatshirt in the way your daughter's meaning it. She's no. Well, she lives in Brooklyn where the moms are pretty, probably 10 times more fashionable than Taylor Swift on her most (laughs) fashionable moment. I just, it strikes me as funny that she's not dressing up more for these games or like doing an outfit. Like the average NBA player is putting more effort into his outfit (laughs) than Taylor Swift. You're right. Russell Westbrook does have a more impressive. Oh my God. uh, Kyle Kuzma would never (laughs) show up to a game dressed like that. If she came in that big oversized sweater that he used to wear. There was really no buzz around her in the box last night. It's over. I think it's it's not over. It's it's different. It's peaked for sure. And Travis Kelsey had an unbelievable first half, and it still was no focus on her. So now she's just a fan at the game, and we're going to all be used to this. I think it's just sort of normal now. You're just the boy, the girlfriend of the tight end, you know. And they they cut away to her at a few different reaction that shots, makes but no it was sense. not the buzz. You're the world's most famous pop star, and you're this the tight end's boy <laughs> girlfriend. I think so. It's what happens when you you show up this much. Yeah, oversaturate. Uh, so she's not going to be around for the Super Bowl if the Chiefs make it, but she's going to be in Tokyo. I think uh, so, yeah. i tell you right now, she calls an audible if the Chiefs make it. Are we all agreed oh, on that? she'll be there. She'll be at the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she won't perform. It's Usher. No, it's Usher. You think Usher would bring Taylor Swift <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's she's in the guest. building. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Pat. Um, you know, anytime you're ready there, pal, you can just... Ge- generously apply that red lipstick. I really got. I really got to do this. Uh, well, you yeah. lost the bet. Um, what's the name of the lipstick? You can look on the underside, and it will show. It will tell you. Uh, so it says Wet and Wild. Yeah, that, that's the brand name. <laughs> Thanks, Maggie. You, you really, really leaned into this one. Huh? <laughs> wet and Wild. I don't. Hot red. That's the color. It's gonna be great on you. I don't try know to what... stay in the lines a little, will you? Yeah. Yeah, you're lucky. I should just start going all out Joker with this thing. Make a mockery of it. Maybe you can save that later on in the show. You should walk if up I'm, the hall after this. If I'm doing this, I'm going Steve Buscemi on it. So, <laughs> Pete, why don't you hit me with some music here? <laughs> Does Pat also have a list of people to kill? <laughs> yeah. Glad we called I'll tell you, that guy. I'll tell you who's at the top of it. <laughs> oh, no. I better do something nice for you before the end of the show. <laughs> All right. This is so demeaning. Well, you lost the bet, dude. Ugh. 
All right, Wait, here we go. I don't see lipstick on her lips. Let's I'm get going, it going. Let's I'm go. going no no makeup mirror. I'm going right into the camera. <laughs> oh, I can see it from oh, here. Wow. Oh, wow. That pops. Good. Yeah. That pops. <laughs> <laughs> okay, got it. All right. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. I hope you guys are happy with That's yourselves. even better than I thought. It is your shade. It, I, I mean, mean, honestly, I'm like patting myself on the back that I got compliments. this incredible color for you. His green Notre Dame shirt matches yeah. perfectly with the bright red. It is the contrast, I think, that's doing it. Yeah, thanks. I look like a damn Christmas ornament now. Thank you. Yeah. And your miserable look adds to it, too. This is You're that frown. Yeah, pouting. You don't look like Taylor in the box. She's always smiling. Yeah. I feel like a prostitute that just didn't get paid. <laughs> look what you made him do. I, <laughs> I like there it. You go. I, I think shake it off. Shake it off, Pat. You're dropping Taylor Swift lyrics. You're as Come bad on. as every other broadcaster that did it. You're as bad as Chris Hansen. Come on. It's not Scott, a whatever his name it's is. It's not a cruel summer. Stop. Hey. <laughs> Pat, I think this is your season. Yeah. I mean, did anyone hear me say "shake it off," Pat? There, I want credit. <laughs> I want. Credit. I want to get in on the dad jokes, Bilotti. We're together <laughs> on this I one. Mean, that's, right. that's right. Listen, she's got a, a song called "Style." I think it just ends there. <laughs> this miserable look on your face. I wish I could frame this yeah. right now. <laughs> this Spencer is in the chat said you're very pretty. So it's compliments. There you go. Does it at least is it a good shade for me? I think no. you look great. <laughs> it's the worst possible shade for you. <laughs> Honestly, Listen, you can, can wear any other shade of lipstick and it would look better than what this looks like. Please do a lot for Alan Newsom. This would be great. And 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 Perloff saying that Taylor Swift is not fashionable. I mean, it takes a lot to pull off the red lipstick and make that look good. Not every Pat, Dick, and Harry can do it. So yeah. maybe maybe Taylor deserves some credit. Yeah, Pete, you want me to do a lap around the newsroom where Boomer Esiason is 20 feet away? That'd be <laughs> oh, he'll love this. Uh, with, no, with no Boomer, coffee around. Boomer will <laughs> totally understand everything that's going on here and be totally on board. Yeah, Boomer, who's been losing his mind in the uh, newsroom about there not being any coffee right now. I'm sure that the, okay. if he sees me with bright red lipstick, he's going to you know feel really good about me. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad now that a former NFL MVP is bringing up, what is the deal with the coffee this morning? I'm in a total state of disarray right now. I know. You're 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 losing it. Yeah, I've been wandering around aimlessly in the breaks. Bilotti, does this happen a lot in the mornings? Uh, with this arrangement, no. I, I haven't had a day where there has been no coffee. There's okay, well, been something. Pat, I mean, you better it, lay low. It's wild that like we're complaining about this. It's not like we don't live in a big city where he can get anything delivered to uh, us in 20 true. minutes. We can just order some coffee, guys. You're going to make Pat run downstairs in the lipstick? <laughs> oh, we no. should. I am not leaving this <laughs> control room. And at 10 o'clock, I am going TMZ, avoid the paparazzi, right out the door. <laughs> I think I have a makeup remo remover for you. Please. I think I do. Please. Maggie, why are you helping him out? A little you soap won the and bed. water, and it's going to look like you were making out with somebody all morning. Like, just a little shh, you know. And then maybe everyone will think you're cool. Like, hey, where's this red lipstick person? Pat was, you know. Maybe, Taylor Swift. Maybe <laughs> someone will like she's it. She's two-time in Kelsey. <laughs> maybe you'll get some notes here. Maybe some people like this look. Yeah. I mean, listen, Pat, if so, if you got a note from someone who was into it, you'd be into it, too, wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't you? Marie? Yeah, well, well <laughs> do they live in a basement <laughs> with their mom? I mean, what are we doing? What, what, what kind of person is enjoying this? I, I, need I to, am. I don't know. <laughs> Pete's don't, right here. He's not in a basement. You're having a great time. Pete, you want me to give you a kiss on your, on <laughs> no, your bald head? I'll pass on that. I'll pass on that. This is, oh, this so, is so much better than I thought it could be. This is the perfect... 
This is a perfect bet. We, we nailed this one. You don't have to just be eating massive amounts of peanut butter and jelly yeah. sticking your face in chili to have a good time around here. You can just wear lipstick like Pat is wet and wild. <laughs> I want to see you make sports points with this, too. I want to frame this yeah, photo right. of Pat Boyle. I at least want some NIL money. I want, I want a sponsorship. <laughs> For wet and wild? Wet and wild. Even men can wear red lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? In this day and age, that could be a really big campaign. 855-212-4CBS. If you want to watch this, again, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Twitch.tv. I'm still getting used to that. Uh, CBS Sports Radio. Of course, on our incredible CBS Sports Radio affiliates. You can just enjoy this as the sound of our voices. Uh, Patrick Mahomes last night um, had a lot to say about the offense. Pete, can we play cut four? He says that the defense is allowing the offense to have, in his words, the growing pains. We can go through these growing pains and try to get better and better. But, I mean, the talent's there. You can see it in spurts. But we have to learn how to sustain drives, getting down the red zone, score touchdowns, um, and make it easier on our defense to play a little bit more free. Listen, unless Mahomes is really doing an oopsie doop here, which he could be, just lying to everyone. For all, if you think it's a strategy that they're trying to bleed clock and just, yeah. you know, and and not being successful in the run in the red zone, you don't think is a big issue. I think Mahomes is kind of being honest here, right? Like this uh, does not look like an explosive. Garrett, he's an NFL quarterback in front of a microphone at a podium. There is zero percent honesty. They're never honest. And you know that, but he's not making it sound like it's a strategy. He's making it sound like he's, they're still working things out. And the right. defense is bailing them. That's out. his game. He's all about humble. But, sure. Yeah, of course. I'm not saying it's a hundred percent ideal, but when what did the Chiefs hand the ball off twenty times in a game? This is a different Chiefs offense. Yeah. They're definitely slowing the game down. He was taking what they gave him. He was thirty for forty for three hundred yards, and honestly, felt like the ball didn't touch the ground when the Chiefs were on offense. And that put the Broncos. Everyone's killing Russell Wilson. The Broncos were in a tough position. They could not get their offense back on the field for the whole first half. How many drives did they have? Very, very few. Uh, Kansas City offense, in terms of points per game, they're a ninth in the NFL. In terms of red, go, red zone scoring percentage, which is just touchdowns, they're 17th. It's about 54%. And where know? are they in terms of wins? Uh, they're 4-1, and 5-1. One, and one. Yes, so they are. there's two undefeated teams, and then there's just Chiefs. Yeah, meanwhile, though, the defense, in terms of opponent points allowed, second right now right. in and the entire NFL. You know about complementary football. That is definitely part of this new run game. And that. Pacheco's awesome. He is so good. Nobody runs angrier than that little guy. I am so into him. I don't think he's little. Well, we met him in Kansas City. Oh. He wasn't that little. Just the way he runs. You know, he, hasn't he been compared to the uh, angry toddler? <laughs> oh, no. The angry toddler is Kyler Murray. Pacheco, is uh, he's the one who's angry at the ground when he runs. Yeah, that sounds about right. Here is um, Sean Payton. Let's hear from the Broncos head coach on the losing side of this. A season low, eight points. Says the Broncos must continue to improve in all areas. It wasn't good enough. And then there's a handful of things plays that I even called that I look back on it and and was anticipating one thing and, and got something else. So we've got to be better there. I mean, to, to win in our league, you, you got to be better throwing the ball, especially, you know, I don't think the wind was that big of a factor. Yeah, I mean, the wind, you had Harrison Bucker kicking 52 to 60-yard field goals. So obviously they the Chiefs were managing it pretty well, at least their special teams. I mean, I think that right now, Russell Wilson is obviously not a value add in the way that you need someone of his caliber to be or what he used to be. And Sean Payton isn't a value add either right now. That's a big problem when they're, at this point, the two most important people in your franchise. Well, being one in five is the obviously the big problem here too as well, which is a result of those two things. There was a play I want to ask you about. Okay. Yesterday, it was early in the game, the first drive actually, and the Broncos got down to about the 37 of the Chiefs, fourth down. Russell Wilson doesn't have anyone to throw to on his first look. He scrambles out to the right. 
fourth and three. He gets sacked for nine yards. Yep. I think that Russell Wilson didn't let go of the ball because he did not want to throw an interception that would look bad on his stat line. Because what's the point of not throwing the ball? Just throw a 50-50 ball up in the air. And I think Russ, and oh. I think a lot of quarterbacks do this, do not throw into traffic because they don't. They, uh, I mean, Shador Sanders has been already uh, yeah. attacked for this. I think Russ was looking at his stat line on that particular play. And it's I mean that as an indictment. It's interesting because I think he got sacked like 55 times last year. Yeah. And the whole season gets written off because it was so bad. But you're right. We generally put sacks a little bit more on the offensive line than we do on the quarterback. Well, and that seemed like, yeah, Russ, they, I didn't like the play call on that fourth and three. I didn't like anything about it. Do you think he would protect his stat line? Is he Everything you know about Russell Wilson... I feel like, and I like Russell Wilson a lot, but it feels like something he would do to me. Yeah, this is like the NBA players who don't who don't um, put up half court shots yeah, at halftime, uh, right before the buzzer goes off, because they don't want the miss in the box score. Are there players who admitted doing that? I don't even know if you have to admit it. Like I think it's just so obvious because but. there was no re- Russ had plenty of time to throw the ball up in the air, what and would, he should have done that. What it was would the fourth field down. Been? It was at the Kansas City thirty-eight, and he got sacked for a loss of three. Right, on fourth and two or fourth and three? Fourth and three. So it was 38, so it would have been a 55-yarder in the wind. Uh, that was, that's a go-for situation. Yeah, I guess it is. Short, I, I mean, just didn't like the play call. I didn't like the play call or whatever was going on there. It was what just would a you nothing. Play? Would you have handed the ball off? Uh, probably. I, you were very critical of fourth and short. I am. I love uh, all of a sudden, like, you become Bill Belichick when a team <laughs> fails on fourth down. I know. Um, but listen, it – you know, Kansas City only came down and scored a field goal after that. So they only found themselves in a three-point hole. And for this Denver offense, that's too much for this Denver team. Yeah, it was over. <laughs> because then Russ comes back on the uh, the second drive of the game and threw a brutal pick. And mm, to be honest, a- Mahomes actually returned the favor on the next drive. It was it was a tough night. Tough Ru- night for scoring. It's, it's, it's weird. It was really interesting that Jerry Judy was 10 yards behind the yep. pick, seemingly in the wrong place. It's funny. Really and- interesting. As my friend Steve Smith Sr. said, <laughs> that is a tier three guy. Yeah, just a guy. Uh, let's hear a little of the Steve Smith if you haven't heard it. Um, so I'll give you the backstory, and then, Pete, we can just play cut nine. So the backstory is that Steve Smith, had been critical of Jerry Judy on his podcast. He tries to go up to Judy before the game to sort of mend the fences or apologize to him to say, you know, sorry, I've been so critical. Jerry Judy blew off Steve Smith, and then Steve Smith doubled down on the criticism. I'm sorry for saying that you're an average wide receiver, that they eventually will move on, and when teams call me and ask him, should they trade for you? I will say no, don't trade for Jerry Judy because he's mentally unable to handle constructive criticism from people who watch specifically, can he be a wide receiver? He could be a wide receiver. He's a tier three. Go back into the studio. I'm done now. Thank you. (laughs) It's the direction there of like Steve Smith is like, that's all he had to say. Throw it back to the studio. (laughs) He really is getting the hang of TV. Yeah, it's funny. I was at home and I, our boss, Spike Eskin. Yeah sent out a tweet of that. I'm like, there's no way Spike is watching the NFL Network pregame. This has got to be something that's viral. (laughs) And then it just took over the night because the game was kind of boring. So people kept coming back to that little controversy. I just wanted a Jerry Judy cam after that, just like the Taylor Swift Mm. cam or whatever. Just put the the camera on Judy and see how he responds. And he he was dreadful. Yeah, with a minus four (laughs) yard catch. It wasn't his fault. He didn't have any room, but 
He's not good. I mean, I don't know if it's him or the system, but he's not effective right now. Three receptions, 14 yards. Here was Jerry Judy. Let's play cut 10, can we, Pete? Uh, when asked about Steve Smith's comments. Jerry, Steve Smith said he had some kind of conversation with you before the game. Did, did that not go well, or based on what he said on air on NFL Network? Uh, I, I don't remember that. Um, you know, but like I said, you know, we, it was a close game. We just got to finish at the end of the game. Yeah, he definitely knew what was going on. Yeah. Like, Judy was even kind of walking and, uh, I don't say dancing, but kind of like uh, running kind of back and forth behind the live shot I at one point. I think that was a dance. I think that it, qualifies yeah. as a dance. Okay. Uh, actually, I kind of like that quote from Jerry Judy, not diving into that. After a loss, it's probably the right thing to say. Yeah, I mean, you had three catches. Like, you can't, <laughs> for no yards, you, you can't start talking tough after a game like that. Yeah, I'm actually. You kinda, look like a tier three. I'm just kind of glad Denver didn't get shut out last night because that would be bad to get What's shut out by. Difference. They it, there's a, a late big touchdown. There's a huge difference. The fact that it was actually a touchdown game in the fourth quarter, an eight point game. Yeah, for five minutes. I mean, did, did we really expect Denver was going to go to Kansas City and win a football game? No, but I'm sick of moving the goalposts this much. For They're one and fourteen going into the home of the defending champion. That's not moving the goalposts. That's a reality. No, I'm saying this whole season. Like, it's like yes, maybe no one thought that the Broncos were going to go to the Super Bowl in the yeah. first year with Sean Payton and Russell Wilson, but no one thought it was going to look worse than it did last year, which is exactly what's going on. And to like give give them the hey, you know, well at least they didn't get shut out. I mean, we're talking about Sean Payton here and Russell Wilson. I. I know it looks awful, but should we be like, I think they deserve everything, the, all the criticism going their way. No moral victories here for scoring a late touchdown. But last night was not as embarrassing as, say, Miami. That was the one. That okay. was the most embarrassing game of the season. <laughs> I'll give you that. It was not as embarrassing as losing. I mean, the 50. reality here is it's broken. It's yeah. not working. Changes are coming. I'm not sure how. That's the issue now. It's not whether changes should come. It's how are they going to get out of Russ? You need, like, remember Pulp Fiction? Like Winston Wolf, you know? Yeah, like, you need the cleaner. You need the cleanup guy. I don't know who in this Denver organization is smart enough or savvy enough to have any kind of graceful exit from Russell Wilson. Yeah, it's not just right. I mean, there are probably 15 players on that roster who need to get cut immediately. I, I know that sounds like an exaggeration, but you can't have guys not trying. It just does not work in you the You know NFL. what they need? They need Dion. <laughs> Come in, use the transfer portal, get a whole new... Oh, they need on. free agency. Well, But free agency is never the band-aid either. They tried that this offseason. The Broncos, they, you know, spent $200 million in free agency this offseason. Yeah, I, I just think the, the problem for the Broncos is the entire roster. Like, they need... It's rotten to the core. It's the last five years. It can't be every coach is bad. It can't be Vic Fangio is bad. And right. Vance Joseph is bad. And, well, Hacker was bad. Yeah. But it can't, it's a certain point, it's something other than the coaches, right? I mean, if you keep going over and over and the same problems keep coming up? Totally. You think it would change maybe with new ownership, but they haven't been there that long. Yeah, they have a lot of money, which is good. Maybe, how do you use that money to get out of this cap problem? Do you cap it enough? There's got to <laughs> be a way. They you, probably should have bought a baseball team if they really wanted to have flex the money thing. I feel like you can buy your way out of this somehow. Like, take on, like, trade him and be like, we'll give you $30 million on the slide to You're take Russell to. Wilson. But if you start over the rookie quarterback, you could do that. It's still going to be painful, but yeah. you can do that because you're paying the rookie nothing. Uh, okay. Pat Boyle wearing red lipstick. If you want to see that beautiful image, uh, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. That's where you can watch. Okay, coming up, we do have a new quarterback who could be making a play for the number one overall pick in the draft. I know what I'm doing this weekend, Maggie. What's that? It's going to be a little rain. That means I have a date with my couch. <laughs> 3.30 p.m., ABC, Oregon, Washington. 
Let's go. There's so many ramifications about this game. I know it's a long rivalry, but this this year, I can't remember where so much was at stake. How about this? I didn't realize how crazy this was. 100-year history of this rivalry, the first time both teams have been ranked in the top 10. Interesting. That's wild. Yeah, and I, for me, too, because I'm a big NFL draft fan, The I feel like the winner goes higher in the draft. Bo Nix wins with Oregon. He goes ahead of Michael Penix. Michael Penix wins. He goes ahead of Bo Nix. I feel like, like this showdown wow. and and the Heisman rankings, they're both in the Heisman race. Whoever shows out here, I think, is going to make a big statement that will define the rest of the year. Uh, you might be right about that. And I think the big question, too, is we know we're going to see Caleb Williams in a big game, USC against Pat's Notre Dame Fighting Irish uh, later that evening. But you have a major showcase of these two quarterbacks, yeah, they ball out. Is it possible, not just the Heisman, but could you start thinking about the number one overall pick? Do you think that Caleb Williams has this thing so locked oh. up that there's nothing anyone could do? Because I would argue that a big game from like a Michael Penix, maybe you start uh, rethinking this thing. I think Caleb Williams has it 100% like that. And I don't even think Penix is top three. I, yeah. think, I mean, it definitely goes it goes Caleb Williams, Drake, Drake May. May. And then McCarthy, I think, is third on everybody's list. I know, but you know how things can change, right? Mm, things seen, can change. Who knew could. Zach Wilson was going to be the second overall pick until he started the draft process, you know? Well, here's the thing. Michael Penix is 23. So is Bo Nix. Yeah. So it's like the NBA. <laughs> Why has that guy been around for so long? In Michael Penix's case, it's uh, health. And he's got a real problematic knee, which I think it's not about talent with him. I think it's about his knee. So I can't see a team at two or three risking that. Well, here's the thing about knee problems or anything like that in this day and age. Yeah. We have so the medical stuff has come such a long way. And you have an NFL where quarterbacks are not hit as much as they used to be. They're not taking the punishment. I know guys still get hurt. Obviously, Anthony Richardson is uh, you know, currently on IR and Bryce Young's already missed a game, but you know, it's it's just not what it used to be in terms of the physicality for that position. Totally understand. But if you're looking at multiple prospects who are close, then aren't you going to weigh that against, say it's a toss-up between Penix and Knicks, and Knicks doesn't have a knee history, I think you're going to go with the safer pick. Yeah, but I don't know if there's such thing as safer anymore, right? Because, again, like Anthony Richardson, I don't remember him having major health stuff, right? No, that's a reality of the situation. But teams are stuck in their old ways of thinking. You know, they do that medical at the Combine. That's a huge deal for them. I mean, PFF has Penix behind all those guys. They have Penix at the end of the first round. It goes Caleb Williams 1, Drake May 3, McCarthy 5, and then Nick's like 11 and Penix 19. I think it's only the knee. Because you look at him on the field, you'll be like, oh, he's the best quarterback. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I'm wondering, like, you're mentioning how big this game is, like, in yeah. so many ways. Like, if I, he's good enough to get himself into the Heisman conversation like that, I think that natural to talk about the number one pick. On I, top five. I don't think it'll be him. I think, and first of all, I don't think Caleb Williams is in any danger. This weekend, it's going to rain in Notre Dame, yeah. most likely. We'll just give him an excuse. <laughs> I think this is Andrew Luck, Trevor Lawrence. There is no doubt about this guy. And I, I kind of think you think that, too. Well, he just has such a big lead, yeah. you know. Um, but for Trevor Lawrence, like, no one really did challenge him that draft. Like, No, of course not. And no one challenged ne- Andrew. Andrew Luck would have gone... As a freshman, if he was allowed to come out, would have gone number one. No, I know, but it, RG3 did win the Heisman. Like, it was... There is not a single person who thought RG3 should be taken <laughs> over Andrew Luck. Well, I mean, Washington traded a lot to get him. Yeah, no, but it, they if they could have gotten to Luck, of course they would have. That was an easy pick for them. I think... Um... I think this game, like you said, is going to go a long way yeah. with not just like actual rankings, but also with narrative. So, 
listen, we're still early in this process. We think we're far along here in terms of Heisman, draft. We've got so far draft to go. Is, there so many twists and turns. Tell you right now, and maybe I'll do a lipstick bet. It's done. <laughs> Caleb, Williams, <laughs> Caleb Williams is going, unless he tears his Achilles. Uh, knock on wood. I hope that he's going number one overall. Lock that in. <laughs> no, Pat, the lipstick bet I'll do is the all lipstick. yours. Maybe Lock I'm a little in. jealous of Pat. <laughs> you you shouldn't be. This, I can taste it now. Yeah, that's not a good taste. I'm like starting <laughs> to do like the Joker thing, and now I can taste it. Uh, uh, my father. Uh, that's a, good. Was a drinker uh, and a fiend. Don't curse, by the way. Um, I'm just going to give you a little heads up. I spent 97 cents on that lipstick. It is not, that is not a natural product. You do not want to eat any of that. Come on. If you get dizzy, Pat, we know why. (laughs) This is going to be pretty gross. Um, Pat is wearing red lipstick because he bet me that he thought Taylor Swift was showing up to the Vikings Chiefs game. No. So he's got to wear the Taylor Swift red. So you're like, I'm going to get like some kind of disease. From no. ingesting this. No, no, it's no, the toxins. No. Yeah, it's, it's the toxins. And yeah. it takes years for those to get And it, if you if uh. you like it and you start wearing it regularly, which I suspect might happen, <laughs> then the, the we'll fumes over you. the years will definitely affect you. <laughs> what what about me gives that off that I'm <laughs> gonna start wearing this regularly? The confidence that you're sitting with right now right. with it on. Com- confidence you're I'm a ashamed. different person. <laughs> I'm ashamed. What do you want me to do? No, we I'm can see w- it. A lot of heartbreak with Notre Dame. You, hey, you never know. I just think, you know, it's Friday night. Pat's single. Go out to the bars. I feel like maybe wear the lipstick. Maybe you attract a different kind of, you know, lady. Maybe next week a little <laughs> eyeliner. Cheesecake factory. Yeah, a lady with armpit hair. <laughs> uh, listen, uh, to each their own. Um, Andrew Bogish is here with headlines. I can admit it. I'm happy for Philadelphia. Good things happen to good places. Lawton in at the Columbus line, looking for help. Gives up. Connecting with the shot. He scores! Travis Konechny off the bar and in. Banks one home for a 2-1 Flyers lead. His <laughs> first goal of the season. I believe that's Tim Saunders on Flyers Radio. Philly's <laughs> hockey team starting its new campaign with a 4-2 win in Columbus. The Flyers now go. on pace for 82 wins, which would easily surpass last season's total. <laughs> total of 31. As the, far as the baseball team, though, you got nothing for us. Sit tight. Okay. The city also <laughs> wanted on Thursday Night Football when Andy Reid turned a field goal attempt into a brotherly shove. Now, the Chiefs did not get the first down, but it's the thought that counts. Yeah, I shouldn't have called that. I mean, it was two yards right there and probably a little bit too far. So, you know, but... We were trying to stay aggressive with it, but probably want that one back. I think his punter, who's also the holder, almost lost his head on this attempt. (laughs) Uh, That was one of two red zone turnovers for KC. Harrison Butker's four field goals, the best part of their offense, in a 19-8 thriller over the Broncos. (laughs) Patrick Mahomes is now 12-0 against Denver. His team has won their last 16 meetings. I think Andy Reid wanted to nap mid-game. He was was having trouble paying attention to that football game, as we all were. I thought he tried the brotherly shove in that instance because, you know, there's always a little Andy Reid-Philadelphia connection will always be there. And it's like, oh, Philly does this. Like, I can do it, too. And then it... With a new wrinkle. And it failed. Yeah. With a new I don't understand why. Don't people just watch Philadelphia and say, let's do that? Like, everyone's got their own twist on the brotherly shove when it works 99% of the time for Philadelphia. Yeah. Well, not I the mean, Giants. They tried it the old, the <laughs> your way, and two guys got hurt. That wasn't exactly. They did something wrong. They went to the wrong side. And the, Daniel so Jones easy. messed it up. Yeah, oh, right. he, he messed it up. over the yeah. wrong guard. It's right so right. easy. I don't understand why everyone is not pushing everybody in the league. Right, It should become rugby. I don't like it. But the reality is it works. Have your Bills tried it? No. <laughs> they, they, they probably should. 
Uh, Josh Allen's six six. But Josh Allen, every time they try to do a quarterback sneak, it's a real adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, last but not least for Philly, it was the scene of the Braves' season ending with a 3-1 <laughs> loss in Game 4 last night. Those three runs were solo shots off of Spencer Strider. Atlanta left the bases loaded in the 7th, couldn't score in the ninth, despite 1st and 3rd with nobody out. The Blue Jays are keeping GM Ross Atkins after their disappointing wildcard performance, but team president Mark Shapiro did promise better communication with the players about the game plan. That's connected to the confusion over manager John Schneider removing Jose Barrios in the fourth inning of Game 2. He was pitching well. He and his teammates didn't know the plan was to use the bullpen early in that one. Houston, West Virginia football would not get a mention this morning if it didn't end like this. Back to pass, Donovan Smith. Smith steps up in the pocket, unloads it, throws it all the way downfield into the end zone, tipped, and it is caught! Caught by the Cougars! Caught for a touchdown! Unbelievable! Caught by Stephon Johnson! The ball was tipped up in the air, and the Cougars win the game on the final play! Unreal! Unreal! Kevin Eschenfelder from Learfield. A 49-yard Hail Mary for a 41-39 Cougar win in Houston after the Mountaineers had taken the lead on a 50-yard catch and run with just 12 seconds left. In left that one. way too much time on the clock. That was West Virginia. I mean, you, you can't leave 12 seconds. Not in, for in Stephon that game. Johnson. You can't <laughs> leave him 12 seconds. That is, that's the Big 12 I want. That is the big, <laughs> that's Big 12 football, where you just score at will. And I can't wait for Dion to enter that fray. This is all going to be great. I just, I can't believe that radio call was like the first half of that call is like he's calling a first and 10 yeah. at their own 30. And then the second <laughs> half is like they're calling game seven of the World Series, yeah. of the Super Bowl. He's walking into a funeral. Yeah. Door opens. <laughs> person's alive. And he it celebrates. Was, I mean, there's something about gradually sort of reaching the crescendo. That yeah. was just like, boom, step on the gas. Anyway. Yeah, it was real fun, by the way, going from Amazon to TBS to FS1 to find all the games last night. <laughs> Thank you, cable gods. Whatever. We got to get you a second screen. I need a second. I was thinking about yeah. that last night. My yeah. wife hates it. I've well, tried. So? So I, but I watched the baseball. No, I watched a football game on my computer. And I was going back and forth between the Phillies and the college game. I, I have a very small apartment. <laughs> you can't turn it into a Buffalo Wild Wings? How dare you? So just get an iPad or something like a, any kind of well, tablet and put it next to you. That's what I do. Yeah, I know. Luckily, Amazon's on TV, on the computer. But do we really have to do this? Why can't everything? You have to. Yeah, it's your job, man. So what about you? Do you have cable? Like an old person like me? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I just think it's it's a little difficult to stream. And then I wanted to watch the LeBron thing that I found about out about too late. <laughs> oh, the shop. Whatever. And you, you talk a big game. We were on the phone yesterday, like, and you, and I quote from Maggie, Maggie Gray, where's that damn game? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, where's the game? You're like, I thought you could just Google it. Like, ah, sorry. It's hard to find. And the problem with Amazon is that it's not a channel. So you got to like go in and out of the different right. apps. It's yeah. not just in the stream of flipping around. And also the, the other problem with Amazon is the actual games they've been getting. Well, there's that too. You guys sound like such boomers talking about how to actually watch the game. What did you watch last night? How did you uh, take in the... Oh, okay. You had a lot going on last night. Uh, on Amazon. Okay. You weren't trying to watch a second game. But did you watch the Phillies by any chance? No. Yeah, I, I didn't think so. No. N nobody around here... No, I, I, was at, I was at my sister's house helping my nephews do their homework. And again, just another affirmation that I'm never having kids. 
<laughs> Why? The homework's too hard? No. <laughs> no you're going to have kids. The, you're just not going to be there to take care of them. <laughs> well, that, yeah, that is true. <laughs> Maggie, wow. this has been established before. I'm going to do a Genghis Khan thing. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to spread, world. spread <laughs> yeah. seed, not take care of them. And we'll all be so much better for it. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, well it, there's math involved. He's going to have as many as possible, thinking that at least one of them then odds are would be a good enough athlete for oh, him that, to kind of oh, mooch off of, that's you know, come back up. in to the life at that point. Yeah, because Great plan. I know. We've heard from athletes. They love it when their estranged <laughs> parents come out of the woodwork once they get famous. But that I mean, always it's, ends not, well. it's not like I'm just knocking up a bunch of people. It's more so the bank. It's the bank situation. And then I want to swoop in and take advantage of. Oh, you want to donate? Yes. <laughs> Yes. Oh, and you think you're a donate. good you think you're a good candidate for a sperm don for sperm donation? Why not? Actually, I can't see why not. <laughs> Just because he's wearing lipstick mean, doesn't mean his genes are messed <laughs> up. Lipstick doesn't get passed through the gene pool, Maggie. Well, you know that you have to abstain from all kind of alcohol and drugs for like a, a long period of time before you give the donation. Are you serious? Yeah, I knew you didn't do your homework. Yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> that ain't happening. Yeah, and what's plan way, B, Pat? All right, now we're on to plan B. There's another thing you need to abstain from, too, to do that kind of donation. Oh, yeah, that part also. Uh, yeah. Which men who yeah. are, yeah, whatever, you don't want to, uh, certain, certain things <laughs> you might certain, do alone. Remember the episode of Seinfeld with the bet? That's how you donate. Yeah, but you can't you <laughs> can't do that in your own personal life for two weeks before the donation. You can't practice donating. You <laughs> practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you talking wow. about? That's how you, that's repetitions. That's how you, <laughs> you get the best possible sample. No dress rehearsals. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, how am I going to be ready to go if I'm not you know, practicing, getting the reps in practice in Again, a week? maybe this isn't for you. <laughs> maybe <laughs> you're just going to have to go the old-fashioned no, way. Your, your logic here is kind of throwing a real dent. <laughs> I think it's doctor's logic, not Maggie's. Right. Yeah, I know. I invented the rules. <laughs> <laughs> no. I kind of just threw a wrench in. Well, but yeah, right. I mean the one kid, the one kid, the one nephew. He's he's five. He can count, and then he's writing the numbers, and he's like, "What's next?" I'm like, "Dude, just say it out loud, and then write the number down." <laughs> well, he's like, "I can't." I'm like, "You yelled at your nephew. You learning. What's wrong with you? <laughs> you yelled like, at your nephew on a math homework. What's wrong with you? Yes, you can, you idiot. Yes, you can. Uncle Pat, why are you wearing lipstick? One, two, three, four, five. Only an idiot would know that. And, you, and then you got oh, I'm the, sorry, you're five. Then you got the third one whining and crying the entire time. I mean, I was ready to explode. <laughs> I was like, and you, I said to my sister, I was like, you got to deal with this 24 hours a day? God bless, my Ladies and gentlemen, he's single and available. <laughs> Just ladies. Ladies, Marie, yeah. he's ready for you. Has some wet and wild lipstick in his pocket. <laughs> I think my favorite line of the day so far is like, uh, I don't think, what did you say? <laughs> you want to be a sperm donor? <laughs> just a judgment driven from Maggie. No, it was just, unbelievable. It's just funny. You're like, I want to go Genghis Khan style. I don't think Genghis Khan was going down to the fertility clinic. I mean, that was a little different. Yeah, wow. well, it was a lot different in 98, uh, B, you know, AD, yeah, whatever exactly. freaking age he lived in, where he could just ask for it and it would happen. Exactly. I didn't even ask. He demanded. <laughs> a lot different now. You can't really do that. I know. I know. Women, you can't just like bang them over the head with a club and take them into your cave anymore. Oh, the good old days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Every bone in my body is saying, break, break, break. Get out. Get out of here. We're talking about Genghis Khan. No, no, Leave. It's the morning. Keep going. <laughs> Leave. <laughs> 
Uh, is that it? That's all. Oh, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, sure. We're all finished. Can you edit me out of the podcast for that last five minutes? <laughs> I want no part of this. <laughs> Uh, it's okay. They encourage that kind of thing around here. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Coming up, we do have Daily Dion for you. And this one was a shocker. Did Dion give a little hint about his future plans? Big game tonight against Stanford for Colorado. Don't move. <laughs> <laughs> that game for a long that, No, that was dripping with that judgment. That was dripping that with was dri- dripping. Big game against Stanford. <laughs> Don't move. Maggie and Perlo. Welcome back, Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Always a fun morning when someone's paying off a bet around here. Pat Boyle's wearing red lipstick, looks like Taylor Swift, because he lost a bet saying she wouldn't be, she thought she'd be at the Minnesota game. She wasn't. Uh, he's slowly transforming into the Joker. Yep. The lipstick is spreading <laughs> around. It's getting, it went from funny to uh, funny and scary. Yeah, it's going to end it probably pretty sad. Uh, let's get to our Daily Dion. Daily. Do you believe in that? Dion. You believe that? Okay, so you got the Colorado Buffaloes playing tonight against Stanford. Well, Friday night action. Dion, though, talking about the future of his two sons, not just Shador, but also Shiloh. And he would like them to be scouted by the Atlanta Falcons. Rich Sanders from the His ATL. Name is Rich Sanders from the ATL. Family, we family. Tell him what I told him. Tell him what I told him. Hey, we gonna get we gonna get no, the no, Sanders. No, no, tell him exactly what I told you. Hey, we ain't coming back unless we bringing the Sanders boys to the hey, both of them. Hey, that's all I'm saying. Hey, hey, how y'all feel about that? Hey, how y'all feel about that? Okay, that would be good for the hey, good for the city. Okay, so that was Falcon Scout Rich Sanders, who's no relation to Deion Sanders, <laughs> but a guy wearing a Falcon shirt. Dion essentially saying that he would like Shiloh and Shador to both be drafted by the Falcons. It's the perfect solution. Yep. Show me a flaw in it. I know, I know that sounds wild to think that the three of them could go somewhere together, but this doesn't sound wild at all because they're going to be about, if they miss the wild card, they'll probably move on at Coach Arthur Smith. So they'll need a coach. They'll be around 10 to 15, which is where Shador Sanders might end up. Why not make this happen, Maggie? I mean, it'd be wild. I don't know that Arthur Smith is a, on a hot seat like you think he is. You and I oh, maybe yeah. disagree a bit on that one. But... I guess it depends how bad it goes. So, But if they're really bad and uh, you don't think, if, if say they only win seven games, you think he lasts? But he hasn't even been able to pick his own quarterback yet. I mean, I, they brought in Mariota. That was Wait, like he a brought, bandit. He picked Ritter. I know, but Ritter was a third-round pick. That's not like a first-round pick. A, a third-round pick's a flyer. So you're saying he gets a first-round pick before you decide on him? I think he might. Considering he was like, yeah, they've been loading him up with guys on the skill position. It's really just been the quarterback that's been missing as far as what's holding them back. But the thing about Arthur Smith is, I mean, he could have drafted a quarterback this year. The thing about Arthur Smith is that he's a run guy. He had Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry, so he picked Bijan this year. He wanted to win that style. He's not a quarterback whisperer. So I I like this Dion solution a little bit better if they don't win. But they might make the playoffs because they they have a great run game. Uh, they can, and they have great skill positions. The other thing, if you're Shador, oh my gosh, what a great fit this would be to have Drake London, Kyle Pitts, who's been a disappointment, be able to hand the ball to Bijan, and I think there's and a Tyler Algier. I mean, they got two good running backs. Obviously, a really strong connection, Dion in Atlanta. Of course, but that's funny because Dion has said no, no, no about the NFL. Right at every yeah. turn, no, 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 building something at Colorado. I don't think anyone believes he's going to stay at Colorado forever. Would it be the jump? Would this be the thing that makes him jump? Like if 
the Falcons actually drafted Shador, and I guess Shiloh too. Uh, I don't know if they if they all have to go. But then Dion would say, all right, now I want to coach my kid in the NFL level. I think that's one of the really fun questions about this Dion Sanders thing is, is this mostly because Shador is so amazing? I mean, Dion said last week, Shador puts on his cape and gives us the W. So is it the model that's great, or is it a little bit of luck that his son is a, a killer quarterback? I can't imagine that the next guy that they're going to bring in is going to be as good as Shador, right? Well, he'll probably have his choice of anybody in the transfer portal because he's Dion. That's I, I like. I told you I like Malik Murphy, the backup in Texas. He looks amazing, but he's going to be stuck behind Arch. Yeah. So find a guy like that, but he's, is he going to be as good as Shador? That's pretty tough. And their offensive line's got to get better. But Oh, I, the trenches is where they really need to work. Yeah, I think that comes, though, right? Like, yeah, 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 you need time for that. Um, Dion also saying... What's this, Pat, that this is not an act? I say what I say? I got to hear this. This ain't a mind game I'm playing. This is real. So I, I say what I say, and I mean what I mean. I don't stutter, nor do I stumble. I make it plain. They know who I'm talking to. Oh, this was about him being critical of uh, of different position groups who don't. Oh, on um, his team. On his own team. I remember that from his press conference. This is the same press conference where he said he does get impregnated by God with um, words of wisdom for his God kids. just impregnates me with something to give to them. So good. <laughs> so good. It is amazing. They are going to likely go to five and two tonight. That's pretty good. I don't think they... One game away from bowl eligibility. They're definitely making a bowl. Yep. I mean, they might make a, a good bowl. Yeah. But, I, I mean, I think they'll come closer to 500. It is all right, it's way exceeded by expectations. The truth is, it, it has been a little bit. Shador has been putting on his cape. They could have lost a couple games here. Colorado State, they probably should have lost. Yep. But it is, I mean, it's already a success. Uh, remember the topic we had talked about? Is it, Are you already? Are you ready to, to say, put the label on? We Go were, ahead. We were talking about whether Deion Sanders is the best superstar turned coach. Like, think about it. You don't generally get really successful super, like you know, superstars who then are also really good coaches. Like Magic Johnson was not a great coach. Uh, Wayne Gretzky was not a great coach. I think right now Larry Bird probably has to be in the lead because at least he got the Pacers to the to the finals. They didn't yeah. win, but and then he moved to the front office. Obviously, NBA has tons. NBA and college have tons of failure. Chris Mullen failed. Patrick Ewing failed. Clyde Drexler failed at Houston. Going back to your alma mater, that does not work. Well, I mean, Juwan Howard says hasn't been terrible yeah, yet. Yeah, you know, Howard's been really good. It's it's like he's dealing with a little bit of a heart issue right now. But yeah, you know, Howard's going to be in the if Howard won a national title, maybe that'd be your answer. Are there any? There's really no great football players. I looked at a list of Hall of Fame football players who are good as coaches. Well, Steve Spurrier won the Heisman and then was a very good college coach. So that that counts as being a superstar. And then you win a national championship. But he didn't do anything in the NFL. Well, the NFL, I mean, he went to Washington basically to play golf and take checks from Dan Snyder. Yeah, NFL Dick LeBeau was an outstanding player. What a great Hall of Fame level player and a really good Mike coach. Mike Dicka. And Dicka. Maybe Dicka's your best challenge? I still think it's Larry Bird. But if Dion continues this way and he wins a national title, I mean, I think that he has to be the best superstar to ever then turn into a coach. I would actually put Dicka ahead of Larry Bird because Dicka was a force as a coach. Yeah. Based mostly on the SNL skit. I remember. <laughs> yeah. Bulls of Bears, the Bulls of Bears. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, if Dicka was racing an Indy 500 car and he was driving a school bus, who would win? <laughs> Dicka. Dicka by 20. Um, I, but Larry Bird, just because his personality wasn't so overt, I mean, 
I don't. Yeah, the Larry Bird. It didn't seem like he ever wanted to be there on the <laughs> sideline. And it's the Pacers. It Dion has had a little That's more. That's your guy, Reggie Miller. Yeah, Dion's had a little more flash as the Colorado coach than Larry Bird did in Indiana. Oh, people, lot saying Steve Kerr. He was on a lot of really winning teams. Not a superstar. Star player. Not a, not a Come superstar. on. Yeah, it was a good call.